Well, hello there. On today's audio adventure, we're going to talk about a social science. It's called polling. Yeah. Some people tell me they never get asked anything anywhere, and some people get pounded every day. I recently took a poll and found out that 100% of campers get really angry with me when their tent falls down. See? It's poll drama. I'm going to ask some questions to find out about how you feel about all this. Well, sort of like uh, with a poll. Survey says this is going to be a real rant, so grab on with both hands to this episode of Street Curb Curiosity. Okay, I want to know, do you take polls? Well, you just answered that question in your head, so duh, yes you do. You get hit with polls every day. Data gets gathered on you and your thoughts every day. You get it in the mail, you get probed online, in stores, those zany people wearing brightly colored vests standing in street corners, you know, with their clipboards or maybe their iPads, asking questions on the street, and then of course asking for some money. You know, these people have gotten sharper. Oh, excuse me, sir, do you care about puppies being starved? Well, of course your answer is yes, and down that polling spiral you go. Drives me nuts. That is a job. It takes a special talent to be able to do that and deal with people every day. But anyway, polling helps us navigate through life. It's either going to run or ruin your day. Umbrella? Yes or no? Second cup of coffee? Can you even believe that some people may say no to that question? But yes or no? 10,000 steps today? Yes or no? Cinnamon raisin or whole wheat? Stairs or elevator? Every question is basically a poll asking you what you think. It could just be for you or for a dozen people or for a few thousand people. We figure it out on the spot or, I don't know, we mentally meander around for minutes to come to some conclusion. You know those kind of people. A poll is basically asking you what you think. It's a question. And then adding all the results of the same question across a lots of people. Cinnamon, raisin, or whole wheat? Sorry, poll face. The everything bagel is on top. Cinnamon raisin doesn't come in until number three. Sesame seed is number two. And whole wheat? Seriously, you're going to eat a whole wheat bagel? You see how polls work? Voting is basically polling. Ask the question, hopefully get a straight answer. Do you know only 60% of us usually vote in the presidential elections? About 40% for the midterms. State stuff, only 26% participation. And some local stuff like mayors being voted in? Sometimes with only 10% of the eligible people voting. 10% for your next mayor. Uh, get out and vote, okay? Some polls are more valuable than others besides voting. I think like uh, opinion polls. Dating apps are basically polls about what you like in another person. Hmm, so tell me about how you feel about uh, vanilla or chocolate, regular or diet, hot or cold, summer or winter, mountains or the beach. The first poll considered to be the official first opinion poll, yes, I'm doing air quotes as I'm saying that, was for the presidential election way back in 1820. Mr. John Quincy Adams was going up against Andrew Jackson. It was conducted by a newspaper in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, known as the Harrisburg Pennsylvanian. Now, what's weird about the Harrisburg Pennsylvanian poll was they did the survey in Wilmington, Delaware. Why not Harrisburg? Yeah, who knows? But that's what they did. They reported that about 70% of the population would vote for Andrew Jackson. In the end, yeah. 
it was a real narrow, squeaky victory for him. So I guess I'm saying they were wrong back then, too. Then everybody was doing polls. Things, well, in polling anyway, didn't change very much until 1932 when a certain guy by the name of George came into the scene. Mr. George Gallup. He had a wacky idea to use some random sampling thing, uh, you know, sam- sample size of people to ask them questions. And he hit his very first win with a political race in Iowa. Then he went up against some bigger polling companies who thought, well, he just was not the brightest bulb in the lamp, so to speak. Four years later, Gallup versus the Literary Digest. And the Literary Digest, they were the big, mean polling company. They said a guy by the name of Alf Landon. Remember Alf Landon? Alf Landon. You remember him? Yeah, no, you don't, because uh, he didn't win. They said he would win the presidential election. Gallup said, ain't going to happen. It's going to be a guy by the name of Roosevelt. Now, you remember that name, don't you? Well, George got it right. Franklin got about 98% of the electoral college vote and about 61% of the popular vote, and boom, Big winner, every state but Vermont and Maine voted for Franklin Roosevelt. And George galloped off into the polling races. Galloped off into the races. You see what I did there? Anyway, but he got things wrong as well, too. Like, uh, yeah, Truman won, but he didn't think so. Today, you can do a poll in Slack, in Twitter, in LinkedIn. Hell, I did a poll about this podcast and topic on LinkedIn. And as of this recording, about 75% of the people surveyed said they love answering polls. Hmm. Well, you know, some of the reason may be because there are incentives. When I worked in media, now this goes back way back, way back in time. But the principle remains basically the same. In radio, back in the day, you were asked to write down every radio station, every minute that you listened to in a certain week. TV kind of did the same thing. And for being a very cool kid and doing that for the company, we're going to give you $5. Now, billions of dollars, billions with a B of dollars in ad revenue was determined by these surveys. They're called ratings. Billions of dollars. Hey, kid, here's $5. Now, do you remember what radio stations you listened to every minute of the waking day for the past week? You just write them down. When you started, when you stopped. Yeah, I know that answer. Most people can't even remember what they had for breakfast today. But we're going to have you determine billions of dollars worth of media placements. I never forgot reviewing some of this info. You know, there was a, like a comment section where people could write things down. Honest to God, you know, it's a true look into the soul of humanity. There was one guy who put down in the, in the radio diary that uh, he put on one radio station every day because his pet parakeet enjoyed that station. Remember, I said billions of dollars. Now, the naysayers will say incentives just get people, well, gets them to get the survey done and collect their prize. It's not a genuine reflection of how they really feel about what the question is. Then there are the people who are going to go in the opposite direction. I want this politician to lose. I hate this TV show. Oh my God, I love this TV show. Blah, 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 blah. So I'm going to give you my opinion. Uh, not necessarily what I really think, but I'm going to give you some activity so it registers. And you ask any pollster, how you ask the question means everything. Leading questions, loaded data, customer surveys. Okay, so on a scale from zero to five, how great do you think our wonderful service team is really doing? Uh-huh. 
you can you can pretty much point a pole, say that fast five times, point a pole in any direction you wanted to, unless you're doing it as clean as you can, like Mr. Gallup and many other companies have done, or at least have tried recently. Let's try an example, okay? Are you ready to do this for the for the leading question? Do you want free health care? Uh, everybody's going to say yes. Well, almost everybody anyway. Now, let's change the question ever so slightly. Do you want free health care for all if it means that your taxes are going to go up? Hmm, the answer is going to change a little bit. And oh, by the way, here's two bucks for your trouble. Don't forget, those incentives are there. Could be cash, a coupon, a gift card, some free service of some kind, but they are out there. But many of these surveys are done just for free because, you know, we know you care and you know that we know that you know that we want your opinion. And if you think polls are strange, inconsistent, and shall we say probably off the mark most of the time, which they are, ask anybody anybody in marketing who has anything to do with a focus group. Now that, my fellow podcast listener, is probably the most excruciating survey pain you could ever experience in your life. I mean, it just makes you cry. Seriously, ask anybody in marketing. Ah, focus groups, so much fun. They're kind of like a poll, but uh, it's a much smaller group of people and usually open-ended questions. It's not like a a survey where, you know, pick A, B, C, or D. It's uh, an open-ended question. How do you feel about this? Do you like this? Do you like that? Do you like this more? If it was a, if you can compare it to a piece of fruit, what would it be like? Really dumb questions. You may recently have seen a new TV ad for Progressive Insurance. You know Flo, Progressive Insurance? Well, in this TV ad, she's sitting around talking with a group of people looking at a PowerPoint presentation. They're talking about insurance, the costs and all that stuff. And she's looking really, really frustrated. That is a focus group. And that is a very real representation of the mental anguish that you will go through. And as I said, it's a smaller group of people, but polls themselves don't use a really large group of people. Something for you to look at the next time you see something in whatever news channel you watch when they're talking about a poll, like you'll hear about a Gallup poll or a Rasmussen poll or something along those lines. Look at the number of people that they've surveyed across the entire country. It's seriously 1,200 people, 1,300 people, 1,143. That small group is going to give them the numbers for what they believe the entire nation is feeling or thinking about something. Now, they'll tell you the math works, and my brain is not sharp enough to really be able to figure that out. And, And when I was in the business, that was one of the major complaints that everybody always had. The sample size is just way too small. But those zany pollsters will tell you, uh-uh-uh, that sample size is perfect. And oh, by the way, if you want it bigger, you just have to give us more money. But it's perfect. We can, we can really figure things out with just this size. It's like Goldilocks. It's just right. Hmm. Now, the other side of polls, I got to tell you, I saw this quote, and it really is the other side of the coin. It's a quote by Maggie Thatcher, Margaret Thatcher. She once said, you know, if you follow polls, that's not practicing leadership. That's practicing followship. I just love that crazy lady. Ooh, that was basically another poll. Do you like Margaret Thatcher? Yes or no? So anyway, do you like polls? Yes or no? 
You just answered one because you thought your answer in your head yet again. I say yes for me. I'm happy to give my opinion, a real opinion, good or bad, and without any, you know, real political drama. Oh, speaking of politics, so this old guy walks into his polling station and he's asking if his wife has already voted. So he walks up to a polling official and asks if his wife has already voted and they're looking through the stats and they ask for her full name and sure enough, she's already voted. He said, oh, darn, you know, I can't believe it. Yeah, she died six years ago, but she keeps voting every election, and I'm hoping to run into her one of these days. Uh, you see, she was dead, but she was voting. And Oh, come on. We can joke about this stuff now, can't we? Still not too soon. Anyway, one more thought about voting. If you listen via Apple Podcast, please, pretty please, pretty please with sugar on top, vote for this podcast. I'll be your friend. It's a scale from like zero to five. Seriously, a five rating for this show helps other people find it uh, in the, shall we say, the podcast potpourri of life. And don't you want other people to suffer just like you suffer listening to this show too? See, you just answered another question in your head, which was really yet another poll on this force-ranked episode of Street Curb Curiosity. <laughs> 